I view nutrition as like clothing. There is no right or wrong outfit necessarily, unless you are like not appropriate. If you're wearing, you know, a bikini at a, at a gala. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the X agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo and Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and branding. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 68, and today we're chatting with Bonnie from The Nourished Path. Bonnie is actually an old SEO client of ours who we are currently applauding so loud because she is taking our advice and working on her backlinks by being a guest on a podcast like ours. So bravo, Bonnie. And oh my goodness, are we so excited to bring you this episode because it's so different. We are not talking about SEO or branding or even marketing tips today, but we are talking about nutrition. Because if there was ever a stat created about how many of us fuel our day the right way, I'd be a little scared to see it. So we talk in this episode about all the things from the crazy diet fads out there to the real tips that actually feel attainable so you can stop skipping lunch and be more productive. Sounds great, huh? So let's go ahead and meet Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie. Thank you so much for being on the Duo On Air podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we are so excited. We met, I don't even know how long ago, at least over a year ago, probably, yes. right? That we worked together. So we helped Bonnie with some SEO for her website. And then we just are always in touch with all of our clients because our clients are amazing. And also Bonnie is just amazing. But we have a whole different topic of like not marketing that we're talking about, which is great. But this is like on a human level of just like fueling our day and how important this is for everyone. So I selfishly am very excited to talk about this. Mm, me too. Yes. Cause I think it's something we can work on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as we literally just scarfed down a bagel from DoorDash. So I probably shouldn't admit that on right now, but I'm going to, Bonnie's but anyways, like, Oh my God, I know. <laughs> let's just take it back. And how about Bonnie? You tell us a little bit about your business and how you got started in the world of nutrition coaching. Um, hi, I'm Bonnie, registered dietitian. I have owned the Nourished Path for three years now. And before that, I was a nutrition coach at another business. Um, and I wanted to be a math teacher because I wanted to help people learn. And then I realized when you're in the school system that you can't exactly help kids learn the way that you want to, especially in math. It's very much like this is the exact way you do it. And so I looked at my other interests and I really wanted to help people with nutrition because I don't know about you guys. I learned almost nothing about nutrition in school, like maybe three or four days tops. Yeah. No. And was... then I also feel like everything we did learn is not even right. Like, I feel like I've watched so many documentaries on like whatever is a heart focused, like healthy at the grocery store is like not, not sure. even actually healthy for you. So it's like every, it feels like everything you learned doesn't even matter. And we're all just starting from ground zero. <laughs> Well, and so I think part of the reason for that is that nutrition science is very young. So the first vitamin, I think it was vitamin C was discovered like only 120 years ago. Wow. That's crazy. So if you think about, we were in school 15, 20 years ago 
And that stuff was 10, 15 years old at the time. Yeah. That's crazy. That Things have crazy. just changed. So there's actually a lot more that's changing than I think people yeah. realize. Yeah. Um, so that's a part of it. And also it just wasn't emphasized. It's slightly taught more today. And there's a lot of agriculture money and stuff that is going into that's a, I could talk a whole different subject on that. That's we won't get into that. That's I know. Podcast is interesting. Myself. I know for real. Yeah. That, that is crazy just to think about how it is so new. And I also think like there is, and you're going to get to this too, but there's so many different ways to look at nutrition, I feel like, and so many mm -hmm. different like resources out there and people out there who focus on different areas, just like every other industry, right? Everyone has like niches and things that differentiate them. But I also think like from a consumer standpoint, it can feel kind of overwhelming sometimes to be like, I don't know what ways, right? Like mm -hmm. what, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. And that's something that I really help my clients with. I view nutrition as like clothing. There is no right or wrong outfit necessarily unless you are like not appropriate, you know, mm -hmm. if you're wearing, you know, a bikini at a, at a gala, like that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> but in general, like a, a dress that looks good on me in the exact size, in the exact shape is not going to look good on most people. So the same thing that the foods that I eat and the foods that you eat are going to be different. And the right thing for you is going to be different than the right thing for me. Neither one is wrong, mm -hmm. probably. Um, but probably, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're just like, they're all really definitely wrong, you know, oh, yeah. clothing choices, you know, if you're yeah. wearing your, your lady bits out and, and, you know, like in public, <laughs> that's probably not okay, but, not appropriate. but like the wrong is a lot smaller than people realize. And the right is a lot broader than people realize. And I feel like we get so overwhelmed with all the different kinds of information out there that we shut down mm -hmm. and we don't, do and it. then are just like, I'm just going to drink coffee until I get too hungry. And then I don't know what to get. I guess a bagel sounds good. Uh, I don't even have any bagels. Let me go to Storedash. I feel yeah, seen. I think that was uh, morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Um, and also just very true. And yeah. like, we laugh too, but it's also like a very serious topic, right? Cause it's like, you're building habits like throughout your whole life that like are going to lead you into better health and to the point where like, you can't fix it anymore. So it's like, you definitely have to like grow those habits. So, so yeah, that's why we're excited to talk to you. But, um, so what is kind of your focus? Like, what would you say your differentiator is, or like, what do you focus on helping your clients with other than like, just the realisticness of like, yeah, you're going to still eat tacos. Yeah. Yeah. So I help women lose weight without giving up tacos yeah, and brunch great. and their favorite foods, mm -hmm. um, unless they, they <laughs> specifically need to. <laughs> Like I can't eat ice cream because I feel horrible. So maybe they'll have to give something up if it's like, it actually is not good for you, but not for some arbitrary, stupid reason. So, you know, losing weight and then be able to keep it off because a lot of times we do these things and they're like, oh, I can do this for a few weeks. And then you ask, Hey, can you do this for a year? And you're like, no, th there's yeah. no way I can do this for a year. And it's like, well, how are you going to keep off the weight you're losing? Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there. <laughs> and then they, you get there. And if we'd all kept off the weight that we lose throughout our life, we'd lost throughout our lives. Like we wouldn't need to lose weight anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yep. yeah, I think there's definitely think this really like diet culture like, happening. Yeah. Of just like people jump on these 30 day, you know, like the whole 30 and like 30 day fixes and like doing things, which is great. It's a great jump start, I'm sure. But then, like you said, like, it's not sustainable. Like you can't sustain that ongoing, but we're all looking for quick fixes yeah. in this world. Mm -hmm. I think that's the hard and thing. It, unfortunately, the quickness of it all. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just, it's just like organic <laughs> SEO, right? It's like, it <laughs> takes time. It takes time to see results. Oh. I love that. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about like, I actually, first, I kind of just want to hear like, what's the very first thing you do with people? Because I feel like you have such a different approach where it's like very personalized to like what your clients want. So like, what's the very first thing that you sit down and do to like help set those goals for them? Well, it starts the first time we talk before they get started. So we'll have a call, make sure it's the right fit for them. I get to know their goals. And almost always I end up giving them some advice on the call because that's just how I am. Mm -hmm. um, and we get started and like, get to know a little bit more about them, but right away, looking at what they're eating and being like, I, I know right away, we can make this one small change. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whatever that is, you're not eating breakfast right now. Oftentimes that's the case. Someone's not eating breakfast or they're not eating a well-rounded breakfast. Um, so we'll work on that. And that can be at any time, you know, some people do intermittent fasting or something like that, or they've got young kids and they're like, yeah, I really don't have time to eat till my kids leave the house. That's fine. But just knowing like, Hey, that first meal today is really important. And a lot of times people end up having something that's not going to set them up for success the rest of the day. And so we, we usually start there. Um, and then through working on breakfast or that, whatever that first meal is, we kind of learn what the rest of the day looks like and can start working from there. But we do one or two things at a time. Cause if you try to do 20 things at a time, it's overwhelming. Ain't going to stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How long do you typically work with people for? Do you work with them for like just ongoing lengths of time? Do you do like six months? Like what is your kind of ideal time to like set good habits essentially? I think it's different. Um, well, it's definitely different for everybody. So if you came to me and you want to lose 20 pounds, that's going to be very different than someone who comes to me and wants to lose 90, right? They're going to be with yeah. me for a few years. Mm -hmm. Um, and someone who wants to lose 20 pounds, usually six months. Yeah. Um, we'll lose the weight in usually about 16 weeks and then maintain it, like work on making, make sure that, uh, that weight get, loss gets maintained for a few more weeks, because right when you lose the weight, your body's like, what the, where'd it go? I want that back. And it, and it wants to regain the weight. And that's when, that's when a lot of people struggle. I feel like they're like, oh, I did it. And their motivation is then low to keep with it because they're, they're looking great. Mm -hmm. They're feeling great. And it's like, you've got to keep it going for another couple of weeks while we like make sure that we keep these results. And that is where, I mean, there's a lot of points for a coach is very important. Um, but that's one of them is like, no, you hired me to keep you accountable to this, to make sure that you kept the result. And I'm going to keep you to that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I'd say yeah. six to nine months is like for most people, but it really depends. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is something that I'm very guilty of not usually breakfast, but definitely lunch. So going back to the skipping breakfast that you had mentioned and or lunch, I feel like that's a big thing in entrepreneurs' lives because we're kind of like, go, 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 or we forget, or, you know, we eat breakfast and then we're like, oh, we're not hungry for lunch. We're fine. So tell our listeners how much that actually can impact your day and, or your business essentially, because you're do you ever have that afternoon slump? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's because you didn't that's, eat lunch. That's when you reach for the coffee again. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you drink coffee in the afternoon and then maybe you didn't, don't sleep well that night. And then it kind of like starts the process over. So what I recommend is a lot of entrepreneurs, like pretty much all of us work from home and you need to prepare your lunch. Like you used to, when you worked in an office, if you worked in an office, mm -hmm. uh, you need to have, you can be a slightly different lunch. Maybe it's a lunch that can go in the toaster oven. 
or the oven, you know, like, oh, I can have lasagna and I can put lasagna in the oven for, you know, 20 minutes. So it's like really, you know, nice and crisp or whatever. Um, but it's got to be ready to go where you don't have to do hardly anything except like heat it up and mm-hmm. eat it. I feel like because otherwise you're not going to do that. You'll yeah. say, oh, I've, I'm at home. I can just make it. You won't. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. where I'm like, oh, I don't have time for lunch. Like mm-hmm. it's going to take me a solid half hour to like make it and then eat it. And then I'm like, I got other things I got to do, it's, yeah. which is awful. Yeah. Right. Is there a wrong thing to eat during lunch? That's going to like still cause that afternoon slump. Like, I feel like that's also the other problem of like, sometimes I'll eat leftovers that I had for dinner the night before. And it is like lasagna or something. And then I'm like, okay, time for a nap. Like I'm done. So like, is there other than that was probably a bad example. (laughs) I know. I'm like, no, I've done that. Like, absolutely. Which I feel like that's usually the quickest, easiest thing to do is just reheat like whatever you had or whatever leftovers you have, because then at least you're eating lunch, but could it technically be worse? to like eat something like that and then if your dinner was really high in carbs so lasagna if you think about it um is mostly noodles and then the sauce i mean tomato sauce is great but it's mostly carbs too so you're just getting like a big like jam pack of carbs you're not getting a lot of vegetables to slow down the digestion so that's what vegetables do they're going to keep you full and then slow down the digestion of those carbs and then you're not getting that much protein probably um, there's a little bit, if there's ground beef in the lasagna and a little bit in the cheese, but it's not, it's like very outbalanced by the carbs. Yeah. So I have my clients track their food in my fitness pal. And even if you don't want to track your food for a long time, if there's foods that you're like, I just want to kind of see how a day is for me. And then look and be like, are these kind of balanced in my meal? And if it's like, okay, there was 80 grams of carbs and 12 grams of protein, then you're like, okay that's maybe like way too out of balance. So I want to kind of bring that a little bit more even. Um, and that can really be helpful. So if you say you did have lasagna the night before, what I would say to do is to have like half of what you would have had for dinner and then like put some frozen veggies in the microwave, you know, those little like steamer packs or whatever, um, and try to make a little bit more protein to go with it. That could be like a yogurt at the end, or that could be like, oh, I had some extra ground beef I didn't use. Let me throw that on there. Or like something like that. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, um, but you could see how that wouldn't take any more time to heat up, you know, the frozen veggies and then, you know, have a, a Greek yogurt as like a dessert, and, but you'd have way more protein and vegetables and less like carbs and you're going to feel a lot better. Yeah. So those are, and then drinking water Yeah. with that yeah. meal too. So those are great tips. Do you have any, is there like any like uncommon tips or something that people might not be thinking of? Like like eat lunch every day at the same time, like never, like you'll avoid skipping lunch if you like set aside the exact same, I mean, which I know is super hard for entrepreneurs. So yeah. I'm just curious if there's any like uncommon tips that would help people to not be skipping these meals. Mm. I mean, if you have a dog that you have to let out in the middle of the day, yes. maybe you eat lunch. And especially as we're getting into summer here, Maybe you go out and you sit on the back porch and you eat your lunch while your dog plays in the backyard. Oh, I love that one. Then you're getting fresh air too. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. taking a break is like the yeah. hardest. And that's why people often just skip it or they just like 
I mean, for me too, I like right now, the season of life that I'm in, my kids come home at lunchtime and then I'm like, I break from work, but I'm assisting them. And then it's like Mm -hmm. just half the time we forget. And then by the time they're down for nap, then I'm like back in work mode. And then it's like, oh, I ate a few bites of their mac and cheese and moved on. And like, that's my day. Um, and then you realize it at dinner that you're like dying. <laughs> you didn't yeah. So I think, but I think it is a good reminder to like figure out how to take a break because sometimes we just don't actually take a break for ourselves, which is like, just, I don't know, just like pausing and then mm-hmm. doing something like even just eating something normal. Well, and if you think about it, you go out on the back porch and you eat for 10 minutes. Are you really losing a lot of work time in that yeah. 10 minutes? No, you probably took at some point, you would have had a 10 minute TikTok break or an Instagram break anyway. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. What are your favorite, like go-to easy meals to have for lunch? So I have some blog posts on this, um, but I was actually thinking for you, like I have one that's basically like Lunchables, Lunchable Mm -hmm. style Mm -hmm. meals. So um, like, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ones, but uh, like a roll up, like a why am I not thinking of the word? Tortillas? Yeah, like a, a tor- tor- tortilla with like, why am I, what's the, a wrap? Cheese. Um, <laughs> like a wrap or like a sandwich or something like that. Like those are totally fine. I feel like they've gotten really bad wraps. Um, but adding <laughs> adding like a side of baby carrots, which don't require any work or some other mm-hmm. vegetable that requires like no work. Um, and like then also some fruit. I like grapes because they don't really require any prep. They don't go mushy like... Um, strawberries or something if you Mm -hmm. you know wash them a few days in advance Mm -hmm. uh so I really love grapes for that yeah Uh, oranges are good too yeah we have I saw something the other day like a post of someone being like eat the raspberries because like as a parent I have so much fruit in my house all the time do I eat any of it no I don't eat any of it because my kids scarf it down. (laughs) They will eat a container of raspberries in a day. Like it's just gone so fast. And I saw something the other day where it was like, treat yourself and eat the damn raspberries because like, I don't, I just like give it to my children, which is so funny because I, and you have two growing boys. Yeah. And they eat a lot. She's doomed. (laughs) But I did the other day. I was like, I'm going to eat a cutie. Like I don't ever eat these cuties. And they're like, delicious and I don't eat them mm-hmm. because I just give them to my boys all the time so it could be I mean I feel well they're like, like they're seeing their mom eat fruits and vegetables too yeah right yes. yeah mm-hmm. which like thankfully my kids do like carrots and stuff too but I also think like I prepare snacks for them all the time and like it's not going to be that much harder just to make myself the same snack I'm making them because if I'm giving mm-hmm. them the fruit and if I'm giving them the vegetables but then I'm just not doing it myself like that would be such an easy thing to incorporate into my life to like better feel my day they're already there yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. uh stupid simple right and I would say one other lunch idea would be a bowl so you take your favorite grain I like to do something like people think of rice the thing is rice doesn't I don't feel like it tastes as good like later like reheated yeah I like something a little bit more hearty like quinoa is good for that Mm -hmm. um there are also really a lot of other types of rice like red rice brown rice uh black rice both are really good and they hold up a lot better because they are whole grains. So the white rice, because all that other stuff has been taken out of it, it kind of goes to mush really fast. Yeah. Interesting. I never heard of black or red rice. Oh, think. they're so good, but oh, okay. they're a little expensive. So maybe keep it for you. <laughs> Don't share <laughs> with your boys. You're going to run through Don't that like crazy. <laughs> but if you add a little black rice to your white rice, it turns it all purple. Oh. So especially if you have little girls, 
you can call it unicorn rice and they love it so much. Um, So that could be fun. And then you take like, there's a whole bunch of different things like barbecue. Like you could just take like chicken, put barbecue sauce on it. You could put um, buffalo sauce, like almost anything you can think of with a meat. I just take a jarred sauce, put it on. So I take meat. I'll take the grain, say quinoa, put it in five different containers, take the meat, put it in the five different containers and put a different sauce on each one. Mm-hmm. Or put like, you know, just be like, okay, I'm going to decide day of what sauce I want. And mm-hmm. then I'll take some like frozen vegetable blend and I'll just put it in the jar. And then the day of I go to heat it up and I'm like, okay, what do I want this to be? And it's yeah. just a lot easier then because mm-hmm. the prep is really fast. That prep will take you 20 minutes. Yeah. I think that's well, maybe that- half an hour. I forget yeah. to do is like have a prep day too, or like not even a day, mm-hmm. but you know, just like an mm-hmm. hour or something of just prepping. So the week of you're just already set yeah. up for success. Yeah. I definitely did that in my agency life like that. I definitely had meal prep days and yeah, since we work from home, I def- I don't do that anymore. So it's something that I think could easily help. Yeah. Fuel your week better. Um, what do you have anything like, sometimes I feel like too, what even helps me, especially when it comes to like business related stuff is like understanding, like what's physically happening in my body. Like when I'm like skipping or when I'm like not fueling myself, like, do you have anything in terms of like the scientific, like things that are happening to you when you just decide to like skip breakfast or skip lunch and how detrimental that can be? Yeah. So your brain isn't working nearly as well. You're not thinking a hundred percent. So you actually, they've shown that your creativity goes down and and you own your own business. Like if you work for somebody else, you don't really need to be that creative. You own your own business. You're, you need your creativity on. You need to be quick on your feet when you're on a call with somebody or when you're making new content. And if your brain doesn't have fuel, you're done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you get tired Mm -hmm. and you're slow. And I I'm sure we've all felt like this. You feel like you're just like dredging through mud trying to get anything done. Yeah. And it's easy. I, I do. I even do it. And I know, but when you're feeling in that place, when you're fatigued, it's hard to be like, I need to step away and go eat. But if you mm-hmm. already have and or take a break, like go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get in the habit of doing it, you'll notice how much more creative you are. And you actually will finish, probably finish work earlier. Yeah. Or get and do better done, work, right? Which, <laughs> yeah. which is what we all want to do. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. So you talked about the mix too, like having an even mix, right? Of proteins, carbs, uh, vegetables. Mm-hmm. What else? Is that it? I don't worry too much about fat because fat usually yeah. just kind of like happens. I, I I rarely see anybody now that's low on fat because we had this like really like kind of a high fat craze yeah. in the last like twenty years. So it's generally like, I don't, people generally need to worry about the protein and the vegetable part. Usually the other parts, like they just naturally are there. Yeah. 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 What, how do you feel about like the low carb diets that like just eliminating carbs completely? Carbs have most of our vitamins, all the B vitamins, vitamin C are all in carb foods. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. That's I feel like I always, like, I don't try to avoid carbs because I love carbs, but if I'm like eating carb after carb after carb, I'm kind of like, oh, I should probably slow down a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. I think I sometimes forget what is a carb, like sweet potatoes. They're not a vegetable. It's a carb. Like, I think sometimes I feel like I forget that like carbs 
come in different forms and it's mm-hmm. not just pasta and bread and like all of mm-hmm. the things that you think of. Yeah, I don't think um, of that either. Yeah, so if you're tempted to do low carb, I would maybe think, think of like, what would my grandma have had ex- access to? Um, be like, okay, potatoes, you know, carrots, other root vegetables. Um, and then things that have be like, okay, you know, what, like when you eat it, how do you feel? I don't know that many people are like, oh, I ate quinoa and I felt like crap. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. I know that is very true. However, I do feel that way when I eat ice cream, like I'm on the same wavelength as you, when I eat ice cream, I'm like, Oh, I don't feel good at all. I feel great. Immediate. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, goodness. Okay. So I have like a very personal question because I've read this from multiple different people and I do it on the daily. I um, also am guilty. Of yeah. This. How do you feel about drinking coffee on an empty stomach? in the morning before you have breakfast? I think the jury is still out. (laughs) I really do. I think the jury's still out because I've done a lot of research this myself because I also like to drink coffee in an empty Mm -hmm. stomach. And other dietitians are like, I can't believe you do that. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm keeping an eye on the research right now. There isn't very much saying, I would say for stomach acidity and for, um, for anxiety, it can definitely be bad because you're basically giving yourself like, a boost of, of up when you're already yeah. feeling up yeah. <laughs> with yeah. anxiety. And if you have, um, it's pretty acidic. So if you're putting that in your body with nothing in it, like, and you have stomach acidity issues that can also cause a problem. So I'd say if you notice it causes you an issue, like don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have anxiety, don't, don't drink coffee in an empty stomach. Yeah. 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 It probably is a good thing for probably. me. It's something that I feel like I, I don't know, probably like a year and a half now, I started like a whole new morning routine where I wake up at like 5.30, I have my me time, like the kids don't get up till seven. So it's like my time just to like read, meditate, like do whatever I want to. But I don't wanna, I am not hungry and I don't wanna spend that time like eating and making a bunch of noise in the kitchen and waking up the kids. And like, I just want to grab my cup of coffee, Mm -hmm. sit on the couch with a blanket, grab a book. Like that's all I wanna do. And that's why I wake up because it's like sounds appealing waking mm-hmm. up to like cook or waking up to do things is like not my ideal thing to do. So the second I've like been hearing that and then also just like under like some days I totally feel it. Like I can feel the anxiety of like afterwards just being like, Ooh, I feel kind of stressed out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I shouldn't feel that way right in the morning, but yeah, it's definitely something where I'm like, Oh man, but I love my mornings. I love my mornings where I just drink coffee and hang out. And so it's like trying to find the balance of that. And some days I feel like I'll eat five almonds and I'll be like, maybe this will work. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) I was just going to say, maybe just have like a bar or something like some, like, I know, I don't know. Which, okay. So then that's my next question for you. What's the best thing that you can like quickly eat in the morning? Like, Mm. I feel like sometimes protein bars can be like deceivingly seem healthy and they're not at all candy bars. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So like, what is something like, if you are on the go, if you run out the door, if you're dealing with your kids, like what's something you can eat that's actually good for you in the morning that will allow you not to skip breakfast or prep in advance that will be good for you? Well, I'd say for you, why don't you grab that fruit? Oh, Bring that fruit with you on the couch. Yeah, right. Just yeah. take the container with you. Like, don't even put it in a bowl or anything. Just like take the container from Sorry, the fridge. <laughs> Yeah, just, just take a, you know, and that way before the boys destroy it later in the day, like you've had a couple raspberries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the almonds are a good idea too. Um, protein shakes are much better than bars okay. because protein shakes. So whey protein powder, everyone's like, oh, it feels so fake. 
if you just get whey protein powder, it's what is left out from when they make cheese. So it's curds and whey. The curds become the cheese and the whey they used to throw out or they used to give to animals for animal feed before they started making protein powder with it. So basically they just like, I don't know how they make it into powder. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea. Um, but you, you reconstitute it. <laughs> yeah, probably good. <laughs> you just reconstitute it basically um, with some milk or water or whatever you like. And that would be a really easy thing to do in the morning. And you would get good protein to start your day. You pair that with some of that fruit, maybe a couple almonds. And like, you'd be set like that. That's honestly a full breakfast. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have to worry about anything until lunch if yeah. you did that. And that would be really easy to have, you know, and if you wanted to, you could even have the almonds like in a little, you know, little baggies for the week. And then every week you reuse the same baggies. So you're not throwing them away. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I just grab my cutie and my almonds. And like, I guess I have to shake this protein shake. Yeah. <laughs> you can get the pre-made ones too. Yeah. If yeah. you really don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. Okay. I'll take your, I'll take your tips and I'll yes. share. I'll report back. <laughs> yeah. Let me know. I'd be very yeah. curious. Yeah. Right. Um, what would you say to, in terms of like taking that break to actually like work out and like throughout the day, like do, for entrepreneurs, because we have like, like ideally we have flexible schedules. We all like make our schedules unflexible by like booking and overbooking ourselves. Right. But like, when would you say is the best time to like have some sort of fitness routine? Is it like right in the morning or is it just totally like it, you just need to do it, but you like, it doesn't matter the time of day. You just need to do it. Whenever you're going to actually do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and find it's, it's easier like if you can do it with someone day. else. So if like you and your spouse both want to work out being like, and say you don't have kids or there's childcare at the gym or something like that, but we're going to work out together or we're each going to work out every day at four o'clock and every other day it'll be me and the other days it'll be you and the other ones, other one of us will stay home with the kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that way, you know, you're like, okay, I've got my break. Like I'm going to be working out because my husband's got the kids right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. it's kind of an accountability thing too. To mm -hmm. You're going to do it. So that's yeah. why first thing in the morning does work for a lot of people just because it's like, just their routine before they've even thought about it. Just like you in your book, that like some people really love, like I love going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, it's my, I weight lift and between weightlifting is when I get to guilt-free sit on my phone and scroll around and do nothing. I yeah. love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm the opposite. I have everything set up in my basement. And if you tell me I have to go to the gym to work out, I'll never do it because <laughs> it's too much. It's like, in my brain, it's like, and a lot of people are like, they have childcare there, which is great. And I know that people love doing that, but the, just the idea of packing my kids up, putting them in the car, driving, getting them out, and then having to put them back in. I'm like, uh-uh, no, like they will take a nap and I will go downstairs and I'll get on mm -hmm. the Peloton. Like yeah. in my brain will function way better with that mindset. And my husband's the exact opposite. He's like, I want a gym. Like I need to leave the house. And I'm like, no, right. I need to walk downstairs. I am also <laughs> the need to leave the house. Like I need to get out of my own mm -hmm. environment, go somewhere different. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's such a personal thing, but I think that finding the time like that's usually like, yeah, you just need to, do you have any tips? Like, how do you get out of that mindset? How do you get out of the mindset of like, I don't have time to do this or do you don't have time not to ever even say that to you? Like, like, oh, I say you don't have time not to, like, you don't have time not to take care of your health. Cause if you don't take care of your health, it's going to catch up to you. Like yeah. you want to be there for your grandkids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, my grandmother is 93 and she works out at silver sneakers four times a week. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. That is so impressive. I That's love that. Awesome. Even during the pandemic, she, I, she had her little videos queued up and she was in her living room doing her little leg lifts and it was adorable, but like, you know, it, you don't have to work out for like four hours every week. It can be, you know, three Peloton rides a week is mm-hmm. all you, and three twenty minute. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy, mm-hmm. but you need to like, especially as we get older, you need to do weightlifting as a woman. Cause that's, what's going to prevent you. That's what most like women say like, oh, I'm gaining weight as I get older. I don't know why it's because you've been losing muscle because you haven't been using it. Cause what we tell women is like, oh, you need to do cardio. Oh, you need to do swimming. You need to walk. And those are awesome things. They're just not good as you age to keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. So, and it can be going to your basement and lifting weights for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And just like, it doesn't have to be, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you can be like, yeah, I'm just going to go downstairs. I'm going to do bicep curls and overhead press. And then later in the day, I'm going to do, um, you know, a couple sets of air squats with like, you know, holding my kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah. yeah. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. I think that's like the mindset of a lot of people too. Like they feel like they need to be part of a program or they need to do like four hours of cardio and then X amount of hours of lifting. Mm-hmm. And then at that point you're like, that's too much. It's very overwhelming. And then you just don't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I like to have a program. I walk into the gym. They're like, what are you working out today? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't looked yet. And I'll just look down and be like, oh, this is what I'm doing. And that's what I like. I like to turn my brain off. Some people like, I kind of want to be creative and just kind of wander around and see what I see. Yeah. So I would say whatever works for you. Like I find a program works for me, but the program doesn't have to be fancy. Right. You know, right. Peloton has 15, 20 minute, 10 minute, even like Tunde has 10, 10 minute arm workouts. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to go for an hour every time mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah. 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 In the same way I need to be told, I don't want to have to think like, that's my time to just shut my brain off and like mm-hmm. not think or plan or do anything. And I want to be told what to do. Like, mm-hmm. don't make me have to figure it out. <laughs> I won't. And if you don't have time, push-ups. Mm. Yes. Push-ups I, are full body. Me and my husband decided that we are doing push-ups every night before we go to bed, which I don't know if bedtime is the right time to be doing this, but <laughs> literally we have to like high five each other after every push-up. So it's like a thing, like we have to do it together. Ooh. And he decided to add two a day. And I'm like, dude, this is getting really hard. <laughs> I was like, this is like way too much too fast. So we might need to revise it, but we have a little push-up challenge right now. So maybe you can do that with your spouses, people listening, if they oh want to start doing Or kids. Push-ups. Kids love doing push-ups. I think it's so fun. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. For real. Little kids, I should say. Older kids probably will not be amused if you ask them to do push-ups. Yeah, Yeah, that is very true. Yes. My toddlers would very much. We've done like, we've done little YouTube, like fitness videos and they've done like Mm -hmm. planks. They're actually like my two-year-old. He like will do a plank, like actually really well. And I'm like, Remy, nice work, dude. Oh, that's so cute. It's really funny. I need a video of this. Yeah, (laughs) they love it. It's super funny, but yeah, they'll get to it. The thing I like about it is you don't have to change. Like- Mm -hmm. You, you both could do push-ups in what you're wearing right now. Oh, yeah. Like none of us are wearing button-down blouses mm-hmm. like right. Absolutely. at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I know that is always something that I think of in the morning. I'm like, should I put on jeans or sweatpants? Am I going to work out today? <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> always and sweatpants. We always think it's like so like, I don't know. You just like kind of set your day by, based on that of like what you're going to wear. Are you going to shower? Are you going to sweat? Right, like, I right. feel like that's just like the process that mm-hmm. goes through our brains too. 
Um, but even in jeans, you could do push-ups or a blank in jeans just fine. I see right. people at the gym in jeans. So I what? mean, I mean, what? I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> I would not suggest that, but I've seen it. Uh, I go to Planet Fitness, so I don't know if that explains. Oh, that. okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, you know, funny. they're there. You know what? Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So what are some other like red flags do you feel like there's a lot of like red flags out there lies that people hear like in terms of weight loss which we've talked about a couple like the complete no carbs the um mm-hmm. like uh you just said one more I thought I totally forgot like slipped my brain but what other like lies do people kind of believe out there I'd say right now the biggest one is the no carbs like the carnivore diet is so dangerous Paleo, they're starting to get some research. I just saw something yesterday that it's, that can be bad for your heart. Um, I think it just depends how people are doing it. A lot of people are doing paleo or just eating like a ton of saturated fat, which is not good. Anyway, that's a whole different. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like, I feel like you guys might even know more red flags than I, because I see all of them everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. Sometimes Um, it's like, you don't know what's a red flag until, you know, studies come out. It's like, this is the new trending diet or the thing that's out there right now. And then studies come back and they're like, this is really bad for you. Like the Atkins diet, like, you know, there's a, it's just like every, I feel like every generation has their like cult diets that like existed that everyone's tried. And it's just, I don't think that's ever going to change. There will be something new later. Like, Yeah. yeah. The Mediterranean diet has consistently been the best. So you can look that up. A lot of good things about the Mediterranean diet. And it's, you look it up and you're like, this is a diet because it doesn't feel like a diet. It's like eat whole grains, olives, fish, you know, um, nuts, seeds, you know, like vegetables, fruits. And you're like, okay, that makes sense to me. Like it's not, it doesn't feel like super revolutionary because it's not. And it's been the best diet for like, I don't know, a long time. I would say the other red flag is drinking wine every night. Um, because I feel like there was a long time where they're like, wine is good for you. And it's like, I'm, it's not. Um, it's a lie it's, that people hold on to. For yeah, sure. they want there to is a good aspect of wine. I'm not saying wine is bad for you, but it is not good to have wine every night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. Like, I feel that's like not a lot of yeah. things out there. They're like, a little bit of this is good for you every day, mm-hmm. but like, obviously overconsumption isn't great. I like, I just feel yeah. like everything, which I mean, yeah, you like, have to be smart with everything obviously, but yeah. Like the whole bulletproof coffee trend. I mean, if you're not doing yeah. something to actually like work that off, you're just mm-hmm. like clogging your arteries. <laughs> yeah. Cause people are, they base the bulletproof coffee. I think about off of shepherds in New Zealand or something who would literally be out in the field all day. Yeah. without a lot of food. So they needed a lot of food before that. We're not, we're not doing that. I mean, odds are, if you're listening to this, you are not in a physical construction labor job where you don't have time to yeah. eat. Yeah. Um, I don't, I haven't seen anyone doing bulletproof coffee in a long time though. I mean, I'm sure people still are doing it, but maybe I, maybe just like people who follow me are like, yeah. She no. wouldn't like it if I did this. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't had a client who's who's like been like, yeah, I put two tablespoons of butter in my coffee in like six years. So Ooh, that's good. Six years. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Sometimes you just look at 
tips or like things you see out there. And it's just like, really though? Um, okay. I have one more question for you. Do you, have you like worked with anyone in terms of like food and nutrition? Cause I feel like this is also a really, really big thing right now is like hormones, like managing your hormones through nutrition. Like, is that something you work with your clients on at all? We do. I couldn't beyond that. You need to eat a, a stable amount of times per day and have protein and some some women are especially our older women who are in their 50s um I shouldn't say older um you know women who are in their 50s 60s who were like growing up in the 90s when it was really popular to be low fat I notice it's so it's not really so much to do with their age as when they grew up um I notice still kind of keep their fat really low and as women our hormones are based on fat so if we don't eat enough fat our bodies can't make the hormones I don't find that's the case with younger women who didn't grow up with that low fat, um, craze, uh, it's more eating consistently throughout the day for them. And then there's obviously other things that we can do, but they're kind of like more tailored to the specific person. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Which also can be and sleep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. True sleep. Yeah. I think that also can be a little bit of a red flag. It's like a one, which I see, I see all the time. I see ads for like kind of one size fits all processes that people are like, here, this is going to work for you. Like buy this program course, whatever. And it's so unpersonalized. And I think that's just in general, unrealistic. Like, it's yeah, just- that's why I haven't done a course. People are like, you need to do a course. It's evergreen, all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't, the, the one thing that we're thinking about doing is a uh, course for women who are pregnant. Cause they often don't want it. And they're like, Oh, I'm not really progressing towards anything you know, they're kind of this missed audience. And I think it would be really helpful for them if they had a fitness and nutrition course for, for prenatal and maybe even postnatal, um, but it's a very specific group too. Right. Right. Um, I just find like, be like general weight loss course. I don't feel as ethical for me to do. I'm sure I know other people have done it, but I just don't, I think it's just too personalized to to be a course too hard yeah yeah Yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said around the education because like you said Mm -hmm. we weren't taught this Mm -hmm. no one taught us how to properly eat and even just like the balance of food groups that you need to like consider or like just the protein versus carb versus fat versus whatever like all of that like I if we were taught it, people forgot it. And so I think it's almost like just the education behind the importance of it all and how it all comes to life now, like in human terms. Like, I think that's something mm-hmm. that definitely could be valued, but I, the, re- what sells is weight loss. <laughs> right. And I, I think also if you put a course together with that, it still feels like so disconnected from you as a person that you're like, but is this even the right thing? And I feel like it just goes into the big pile of stuff that you know, but aren't sure about unless it's specific to you. I could see a course for high school girls being a really good thing, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I'm going to get into that. That's, that sounds like a whole other thing, but that would be really helpful. I think, you know, for, for girls who are younger, who are like, I really know nothing to get a really good foundation but yeah. they are doing a better job in schools now teaching this. It's not perfect, but it's better from what I've seen in a lot of schools. That's good. Yeah. I yeah. don't think I remember hardly anything. Yeah. It's I know. It's really bad. I know. It is bad. Okay. So do you have any final tips or anything for anyone who's living this like entrepreneurial lifestyle and struggling with this area? <laughs> I would say the biggest thing is to look at your day and 
like set aside some time and just like you uh, hopefully take some time every month to assess how your business health is doing take some time to assess how your personal health is doing and be like okay what am i going to try this month as far as scheduling maybe lunch times or something like that meal prepping on sunday and then just like you would assess your business a month later assess and be like how did that go what i thought i was going to do it's like okay Sundays turns out I've got three different games for my kids. Like I don't have time to prep on Sunday. So it's like, okay, maybe that didn't work. And then going back to the drawing board, just like you would for your, um, for your business and just like SEO, like you can't expect it to work overnight. You're going to have to make tweaks and those tweaks are going to take time. You're going to have to look and be like, oh, I thought I was going to want to start trending for these keywords, but after three months looking, I'm actually trending in this other direction that's what people are actually searching for and fighting for. Okay. I guess I've got to switch to that. Where if you just keep going on one track being like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And you don't tailor to like what your life actually is or where your business actually is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what's perfect if it's not going to work for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. Goal of just being like, how about your goal is just to make sure that you eat lunch every day for a week Mm -hmm. or your goal is that you meal prep like this week, one goal, Mm -hmm. like that's it. That's your one goal. Mm -hmm. Because I think we can get really overwhelmed with the goal of like, I want to lose 10 pounds by bikini season, like whatever. And if you get into those like drastic goals, it's not attainable. You need to break it down into something that's like, I'm going to eat breakfast every day. Mm -hmm. That's my goal for this week. And then I'll evaluate at the end of the week and then see where I go from there. That's much more attainable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Can you tell everyone where they can go to find you? Because you have some awesome tips on your Instagram. I love following you. (laughs) Yeah. So my Instagram is bonnie.rd and my website is thenourishedpath.com. So if you go to my website um, or my Instagram and the link in bio, you can find my uh, lunches that I was talking about. I'll make sure that they are right there for you. Those um, lunchable style lunches. So you can go and grab those. I also have a free quick and easy cookbook. So like these are recipes, like I see a slow cooker in the background over there, like (laughs) take, (laughs) take a jar of salsa and a pound of chicken and throw them in the slow cooker and turn it on. Like that's the recipe. (laughs) That's my kind of cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Super easy. Um, And then I also have a restaurant cheat sheet guide. So basically you go to a type of restaurant and then you just look at it and you're like, what should I get at a Thai restaurant? And then it says like, you should get this. And Ooh, then that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I then you're done. And then you can save them on your phone. Purse. Ooh, oh, yeah. Man. Save it on your phone. There you go. Even thought about it. Don't need to print it. You can put it oh, in a little I folder. Know, like I would be a person <laughs> that wants to print it and like look at it in the restaurant. But... We talk about how Courtney is like 90 all the time. So yeah. it's all right. I'm an old lady. <laughs> print it and put it in your glove box. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Bonnie. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.